0: Hi guys, we've got Julio Castro today from University of California, Monterey Bay. He does a great job. He's actually a study abroad advisor. So he kind of, you know the term lull you to sleep. He kind of lulls you to study abroad in this interview. He went to Spain and Germany and he tells you all about it. And then he also talks about what it was like to get a job in between all that. And it's a great interview. So Julio Castro, everyone, I'm going to turn it over to him. All right. The three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick, they don't think it's safe, and the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that. Find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton and this is the Study Abroadcast. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. I've got Julio Castro here from University of California Monterey Bay yeah so Julio thank you very much for being here welcome to the show how are you doing today what's what's going on
1: I am doing wonderful thank you for having me I'm super excited to be representing one of the California State Universities
0: yeah great well diving right into it it doesn't it sounds like you didn't study abroad too long ago right you studied abroad yourself is that right I did. I
1: actually studied abroad twice. Once in undergrad, and then in graduate school. For my undergrad, I studied in Spain for a year, and in my graduate school, I did a semester um, in Germany.
0: Okay. Wow. So European bound, huh?
1: Yeah. I'm. I am a big. I'm a big fan of the European lifestyle.
0: So I guess can you take us back to the first time before the first time you went? And a lot of people are going through this now. They have fears. They have doubts. What? Um, what was going through your head when you were booking these flights and planning your time abroad? Did you have any reservations at all?
1: You know, I had myself, I had minimal reservations. It was something that I always wanted to do. I didn't go too far from home, um, even though I lived on campus and had the wonderful college experience. I really wanted to get away for a little bit. um, And that first year I signed up for it, I wasn't really nervous until I actually got on the plane and I asked myself like, oh man, what, you, what did you do? What did you sign up for? This is crazy. Um, and prior to that, I had, um, I didn't really tell anybody that I was going to be studying abroad. I just decided to do it. I had a friend um, who was, and a coworker who was thinking about doing it. So we were kind of following up in the process and um, our parents, both of ours, so we're both um, Hispanic first generation students and our parents were really not on board. They were pretty Pretty against it, and I um, jokingly told my parents, um, "You know, I I I can't understand why you're stressed out or worried about me when you can contact me. You can contact me anytime you want." Um, and I remind them when you left um, your home country in the '80s, you didn't even <laughs> have a phone. Your parents didn't have a phone. You couldn't even talk to them. I said, "What you did to your parents is horrible. What I'm doing is just great, and I'm I'm not I'm not I'm hurting you as bad." And so they it took some time. That's and, hilarious. Um, Finally, when they booked their, when I booked my flight and um, we got everything to go, they um, they were a little bit, they understood by the end of why we wanted to do it, what our reasoning was, we wanted to explore, we kind of had this, uh, we were just getting to become familiar with the travel bug and
0: then we went. Okay, and can you tell me, can you back up a little bit, I'm sorry, can you tell me why you chose Spain and Germany respectively? So actually, yeah, so
1: for, for Spain, I wanted to go to a Spanish-speaking country and the programs that were available at my university back when I first studied abroad were only a year. You couldn't select any other option, so we only had year long programs and I didn't really take the time to 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 learn another language um, other than Spanish. I spoke Spanish fluently it was um English and Spanish are both my mother. my native tongue's right. I grew up speaking both okay and so I was debating between Costa Rica and Spain, and I think similarly to a lot what a lot of other students who have a Hispanic background we wanted something a little bit different than Latin, right, something more non-Latin-American. So I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go um, figure out what's going on in Europe, and that was really the driver for that. When it came time for graduate school, I actually, um, when I came back, I was working at, at the International Office as a student assistant, and um, when I was getting ready to go to graduate school, we were welcoming a lot of international students, a big boom for our university um, here, and I met a lot of German students, and I just really got along with them, and. Prior to that, when I first was in Spain, I never thought to go to Germany. I never planned a trip to Germany, right. um, and so I just—it was really just that connection that I made with these German students. And um, in graduate school, I decided, okay, I think it's time for me to do a semester um, in Germany, and I did, and it was uh, amazing. It was an amazing, amazing, amazing experience.
0: And how long did you go for both times? I in
1: Spain, I was for, there for eleven months. Uh, oh wow! Months close for the year, yeah. I stayed a little bit after um, studies to just kind of hang out in the summer before I came back. And in Germany, I was there for about seven months. Same thing. I stayed out there in the summer, and I traveled a little bit um, with, my, uh, with my siblings, actually. Some of my family members came to visit, and they were in Europe for the first time, and I was able to show them around to all my favorite spots and favorite cities.
0: Okay. And now, I don't know if this is too long ago, but do you remember like what a day in the life was like with your classes in either Spain or Germany? yeah so it's um
1: it's, it's funny, um
0: like a lot yeah. of people, so for example, like eleven months did you go did you come home in between then, or were you just out there for eleven months? I was out there for eleven months um, uh-huh. I didn't um come home. you know, I never really crossed
1: my mind i I guess if I really wanted to, it could have been an option, but I just my friends and I we would rather use that time and that money to travel to different countries throughout the holidays. The first semester, we didn't leave the country. We just wanted to travel to other cities within Spain to just really get comfortable with the country and explore what was all over. And then in the winter holidays, that's when we started jumping around, kind of country hopping to a lot of different places. Um, And spring was just, we we were so comfortable, we even jumped down to Morocco, to um, the northern part of Africa. So we were super excited.
0: Okay. And now, have you traveled since you since you graduated and since those two times? And I guess maybe for work, have you have you gone to any other countries since then? Yeah,
1: so I jumped. Um, I jumped into the field. The position for um, the education abroad coordinator opened up while I was actually abroad in Germany, and I still had a couple of courses to come back for and complete graduate school. And I applied for the position, and things lined up, and I um, I got the job. I got the gig. So I came back to. Um, my home university, to my undergrad university, and I started working here while I finished graduate school. Oh, wow. It's a and good I was, story. It is, yeah, and I have been able to travel a little bit um, back to Europe as part of work and back to Germany, which was awesome for me to go back to And I was, I was there last winter, and then last summer I was able to go back to Spain, and that was after all these years I studied abroad. Maybe um, it was in 2011, so after all these years, it was my first time back to Spain itself, and it was just a wonderful thing. Um, and I did do South America. I went to a couple of countries, I'm Chile, Ecuador, um, Uruguay. I went to Panama, to Honduras. And it was just a whole different Latin American experience. And I, 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 I look back to that time when I decided not to go to Costa Rica because I wanted a different experience. And I thought to myself, oh, man, every country has so much different um, experiences to offer. So if I would have ended up in Costa Rica, it would have been an equally amazing experience.
0: Yeah, definitely. And now, throughout these travels, is there is there – one of the things we say on the podcast that it's not a question of if something goes wrong. It's a question of when something goes wrong. But do you have a specific story you want to tell? Like maybe you got lost somewhere, or you got stuck, or something like that? Oh, man. You know,
1: I – I think like like many students, I missed my first flight outside of Madrid. I studied in Madrid, so of course I took a trip to Barcelona. Yeah. And uh, on my way back to Barcelona, on my way back from Barcelona, I definitely miscalculated how flexible they would be. Got to the airport a little late, mis- un- underestimated the public transport and just navigating. I did miss my flight. It cost me 100 euros more than I wanted to pay, but I had to get back to, um, for school. I think that was really the thing that went maybe the most south. but. Mostly everything went right for me, but I did have a lot of classmates and friends who just kind of had some stories that did not go as well and so I kind of learned from their experiences and that the, the cautionary tales
0: yeah, definitely
1: thankfully, I didn't have anything that went too um too horrible while I was there.
0: now, between Spain and Germany, and these are both pretty good what kind of food do you remember that you wish you could just walk down the street and get but you can't out in California?
1: Oh man, the Germans would probably laugh if they heard this, but the currywurst, I absolutely love the currywurst. It is amazing. I had a specific location. I lived in Hamburg and I would commute a couple, I would commute out into a, a neighborhood where a friend of mine lived and he took me to a curry place and it was just uh, amazing. When I went back um, this time, of course, I had to go back to that same place to make sure that it was still good and it sure was, but there's so much good food. The food was just Amazing! It was a very different diet. I found that the, the Spanish diet to be a lot lighter. German food was a little bit heavier than I was used to, but portion control, so you can try everything that they have to offer.
0: Yeah. So wait, it's called the currywurst. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'll I'll have to link that. I'll have to find that and put it in the show notes. Oh, you have I've never heard of the currywurst before?
1: It's like a sausage, and they slice it up. It's kind of a street food. I mean, yeah. you can find it just about anywhere—bus station, train station—and it's just that. About- the curry sauce I have I I, I haven't tried to recreate it um, here in California but yeah. I did curry sauce um, from the world market and it was awesome and I tried it I it brings you back takes you back to this world. good
0: yeah and ha- how has your experience affected you since you since you or when you return home did you see the world differently how did it help you with your major I mean you told me you you told me once that you were at a different school you got a job at a different school and then you were already studying at another school, but just how did it change your view of the world studying abroad? It changed my life completely. I had
1: a very narrow um, view of the world, and I think that was just uh, because of my upbringing, right? So I didn't have access to, to travel. Travel. I would go back and forth to Mexico, visit my family, which was a wonderful experience, um, but I really didn't have an understanding of what was going on outside of the world. And the the first time when I went abroad, I was uh, in Spain for the year. It was just learning after learning after learning. I was meeting people from countries that I didn't even know existed, and I was just like, "Oh man, this world is huge. There's just so much more that I need to um, develop that, that I need to to learn and then um, develop." And when I went to graduate school, I went to an international focused school. So actually, so everyone in graduate school was international in some way, shape or form, they either went abroad or were from out of country come to study in the US. And in that school, everyone was doing something international for spring, summer, fall. You weren't sitting around. And so that's why I decided to go back to Germany. And it's just learning, the, the, the biggest thing that I've learned is that really we're all just the same. We're all just people who go to school, have these dreams, these goals. We go to work, we send our kids to school, we have families we just do it in a different language. Um, it really has taught me to, the world got smaller in a weird way. And now I, I always tell my students, you know, the biggest thing that I take away is that I lost the fear. I had fear of even going to the city right here to San Francisco, or close closest city. But now it's just, it's not a can I go, it's do I wanna go, am I gonna make it happen? And if I don't make something happen, it's because I really didn't want it that bad.
0: I see. Okay, and then can you tell me what, where did you do your undergrad?
1: I did my undergrad here at California State University. You did
0: it, okay, you did it here. Now, can you tell me a little bit about that, uh, college in that city and why you chose to go there?
1: Oh yeah, so I applied to a bunch of different schools, all of them here in California, and um, it it went really well. I was thankfully accepted to the four or five schools that I applied to, but this one gave me the biggest financial aid package. They actually had a scholarship for local students. Oh wow. Yeah, so if you're a local student from the Tri-County area, um and you apply for the scholarship. I got pretty much everything paid for in a combination with financial aid um, and with the scholarship. Um, I had kind of everything set for me, so going to a different school would have been kind of losing out on money. And I was, and I, I'm glad that my seventeen, eighteen year old self at least understood that and thought about that. And I stayed here next to this wonderful Oceanside University. Um, I can see the the every day when I come to work, and I park. I can see the ocean, so it's a beautiful place. Monterey is not a. It's, it's not a bad place to end up in.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. It really isn't. I used to live there, actually. I used to live in Los oh, Angeles. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, place. where? yeah, where, Cal State, what city is that in? Is that is Monterey Bay the name of the city?
1: Yeah, so we're actually in Seaside here in Monterey County. Okay. And it's one of 23 CSU campuses um, from northern to southern California. Right.
0: Okay, great. And now the, reckon, the recommendation part of the podcast, do you... Have any book recommendations?
1: For any books? Well, I actually just um, I finished reading the um, Becoming by Michelle Obama. That book was uh, amazing. I absolutely loved it. I, I was able to take a trip back to my parents' hometown in Mexico and I read the book and I walked. I walked oh. out very happy and excited about the
0: book. Good, Becoming, yeah, I've seen that on the shelves. It's
1: really good, I highly recommend it to readers.
0: Yeah, I should put it on my queue yeah <laughs> and then uh do you have any media recommendations like uh an app or a blog or a website or podcast that you use hi for
1: media i stick to instagram actually i heavily i'm a heavy instagram user but it's okay. funny friends of mine always say you never commented on my picture you never saw because my my feed is not pictures of my friends it's pictures of travel of dogs of just puppies everywhere or of CNN, CBS, all the news sites, what's going on. I'm always just trying to keep up with the world and Instagram has become my one place where I just kind of stay in touch with the world from my little corner here in Monterey.
0: <laughs> that's, that's well put. And um, do you, finally, do you have, what advice would you give to a student who's thinking about studying abroad but not really sure if they should make the investment and go for it?
1: I always tell students it is the single, the thing that 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 most defined my college experience, and I have, and of course, I work with students, and I um, I always tell students, I hope that um, when you come in here, you walk out not feeling like you talked to a salesman or someone that's trying to sell an experience, but someone that is really passionate about the experience and shared it. And I know there's so many things that are going to come your way, but it's something that you really can't you, you can't take back. I have a lot of friends of mine who who graduated um and say, oh man. I wish I would have studied abroad when I had the opportunity.
0: Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you said. I mean, do you remember specifically how you were in Spain for eleven months, and then how long were you in Germany for? I was there for seven months. Okay, you were there for seven months. And what 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 city in Germany were you in? I was in Hamburg, in the, mm-hmm. the northern rainy city. You were in Hamburg, okay. And then you talked about a little bit uh, earlier in the podcast about how you got to travel around and see some of these other European cities and countries. So, yeah, it sounds like you just knocked it out of the park as far as, uh, as, far as traveling the globe goes. At least Europe, now you got to go over to Asia and see what's going on over there. That's got to be your next frontier.
1: Asia is on the list, and I'm so excited to make it happen. Hopefully, it's not next year the year after that, I definitely want to take a long trip to Asia
0: for sure. Well, finally, um, do you have a favorite quote you want to add?
1: Yeah, and you know, hopefully you or maybe some of the listen- listeners can help me find this quote, but I oh, actually like who said yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, who said it or exactly it could because I there's been times when I'm just trying to google it or find it or trying to figure out where it was. But it was when I was in high school and I think it was high school and it was maybe in one of those benchmark tests where they give you a quote or maybe it was a quote within a story, but um, and I've always remembered that. And I think that's really what, when I when I walked into college, I had that quote in the back of my mind that said something along the lines of, if everyone spent a semester overseas, there would be no wars.
0: Oh, and, wow. That's really good. And I can't, I'm assuming I can't just search it to see it. Like you've probably searched heard, it.
1: Right? I haven't, and I and I could almost swear it was Jack London or just, I, I really, I, I haven't been able to find it. And I thought maybe I read it and I remember it completely different, but that always stuck with me and when i went abroad i always had that in the back of my mind and when i went abroad i understood of course you're not going to want to have a war with a friend that you just made or someone that you met from the other side of the world that may speak a completely different tongue but again at the end of the day it's just human doing the same things that you do just right. in a different language
0: yeah no for sure well is there anything else you want to add julio that's all i have that's it I
1: think for me I think you asked some pretty good insightful questions
0: you sound like a great stu- like study abroad advisor my study abroad advisor rocked and I you're probably right up there with the ones that I've interviewed it sounds like you really help out the kids that come into your office every day I'm
1: happy to help out anyone from any walk of life or any any part of campus because it's 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 an experience I, I hope everyone had the opportunity to take a part of and thank you I appreciate you saying that
0: yeah world peace right put it put an end to all the wars of course all right julio castro everyone thank you for listening leave me an honest review of the show let me know how i'm doing and we'll see you next time julio thank you very much thank you chris all right hey guys i hope you enjoyed the show be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews there's a lot of good information You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right. Thanks a lot.